Good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to an episode of High Top Sports. In the studio with my man Steve and Chad. What's going on, Big Dog? man. How are you today? Good. Good. My audio is all jacked up from uh, <laughs> from this weekend. I can't hear anything. <laughs> um, man, we have a, a jam-packed score for you guys in today. We've got Florida versus BYE. It's going to be a tough one this week, and hopefully we can go 5-3 and three after Saturday. Uh, lack of talent. It's been a big uh, topic of conversation on all of the uh, the Twitter spheres and just all types of pages of, do we have enough? Is there enough? They're not enough, et cetera, et cetera. We're, we're going to dive into that. I have some numbers to hopefully settle the debate. Uh, a little film study. Obviously, Gators breakdown, film breakdown uh, does a great job, and I watched it religiously as usual. Not, typically, not the offense this time, more so uh, the defense. So we'll check that out, see how that's going to go. Um, does history does history repeat itself? I'll save that one for you. Let you guys kind of think about that one. Uh, can the Vols last? I think everyone's kind of the hype is here now. They, it feels like they've arrived. Everyone's comparing them to the 2019 LSU team. We're gonna get into that. Uh, Bubba Wallace, a little NASCAR action. Uh, got a little spicy, a little saucy. Uh, we're bringing back our hot topic debate, and then uh, pick them since we're we we missed last week. Bringing it back to. Back to normal here. Get rocking and rolling here. So let's go, baby. Let's go. Oh, uh, my man. So Florida versus BYE. Luckily, not BYU. Uh, which thankfully. I think, yeah, thankfully. Right. Um, what do you what are your thoughts on this one? Um, you know, their <laughs> their whole line stacks up pretty well against our D line, I think. So uh no. Um, well, the wide receivers look like to be, you know, superb. Uh they're they're A plus ranking over the tight ends, uh, their tight ends are gonna right tear us up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh let's say hey to the chat and then we'll dive into it. Mr. Nobody, what's going on, big dog? Muddy, how you doing? Uh Fish Reef, give us Papa Stokes spill. Oh, that's what the bye, that's part of the bye week, boys. Just settle just settle in, buckle up. Uh kind of loopy. <laughs> Bashay, what's up, man? Garrett, how you doing, big dog? Uh, thanks for hopping on, man. I you got a lot going on there and uh, Fort Myers, so appreciate it. But JT, Johnny, Chris Sorley, Piss Missiles, hey, what's up, baby? Um, the wife, the wifey's here. Ricky, Aaron Horn, what's going on, man? Um, Muddy in the water. Yep, we got uh, Travis, Johnny, TK Gator Nation. What's going on, boys and girls? Sportsy, good to see, you, man. It's been a minute. Uh, Fighting Gator, Ed Depreece, Daniel Hollis, what's up, big dog? Welcome to the stream, Scott. Hydro Pub. Got a little literous in here. Adrian. Oh, okay. Literous? I, I hydro what's kids, up, man. Hydro wise, baby. There's oh, literous no. in the chat. Oh, no. <laughs> Sell your cash. What's up, big dog? How you doing, man? All right, boys and girls. Uh, Dom said he's still number one. Just wanted to let us know. He did. He took an L this week in fantasy football, but he is still number one because nobody beat that He is still number guy. one. I, I don't know. I, I saw something that he dropped in the Discord that looked like he won 137 to 125. I, it looked a little altered. But I'm he, not going to say he, that he it took was wrong. he took the L. That's all that matters. So, uh, <laughs> Papa Stokes called me yesterday. Yeah, he called me yesterday. We had a little ch- little little chat. We are friends on Facebook now, which is I mean I'm I'm pretty pumped about that. So that's a W for this week. Uh, but a lot of good news. A lot of things that obviously that we I can't talk about. He gave me a little bit of dirt and then and then left me kind of hanging there too. Um, <laughs> but all in all, we thought it was a great visit. He obviously enjoyed it. Got to know the players that were there, their family a little bit more. To see the inside on that. Uh, the 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 uh, the, um, the hype around this weekend was Rusal and what he what he loved to see, and that that's just coming from Rusal and people are posting what he said. Like he enjoyed the the atmosphere. He said it's the nicest dorms that he's been to. Uh, kind of a, a cool little nod there. 
And then he talks about the ability to play now, which I think we've all been stating that we've been noticing that. And that's where you and I, we've talked week over week is, is us losing going to have an impact on recruiting? Well, no, they're seeing an opportunity to be able to come in and play right away, which is only going to make their stock, their draft stock go up. And now with the NIL, you want to play as much as possible to get as much NIL evaluation as you possibly can. So I think that's massive. Uh, He said Russo had a great time. I mean, he said that they kind of really hit it off him and Marcus really kind of uh, clicked and had a great time. So that was good news from, from Papa Stokes on that as well. Um, he, he sent me a few pictures, obviously, while he was there, kind of just him hanging out. Uh, Marcus obviously got some cool flicks. But all in all, it was it was a great experience. The energy is still there. He says the way that things are just kind of just clicking between everybody, everybody is bought in. He talked about that. All the coaches are bought in. And they even said, he says some coaches even said, yeah, there's still some guys that aren't bought in. And look, if that's that's going to happen, and we're, we expect that. They're not bought into the Billy train. So, But all the coaches, he's like, everyone's on the same page. The communication line's the exact same. So... Look, from a parent perspective, great news. Everything sounds really good. So I was excited to hear all that and excited to hear a little bit of the, the juice, too. Again, I can't say too much. He said, keep my eyes keep my eyes open. Didn't give me a date or a name. Or no, I, I might have got a name. I might have got a name. I just can't. <laughs> I, uh, I can't. I didn't give it. And it was, it was somebody that was there. Not necessarily on the, on the, I can't remember if there was an official visit for this person, but he did say uh, it looks pretty good for this person. Um, obviously, I have to keep it hush-hush, but... You guys can kind of figure that figure that out on the name, and again, I don't know the date. He didn't There's give me a date. Shoving the water at this point. Yeah, I wish, <laughs> I wish, we'll I wish let it you was sharks. Figure it out. <laughs> it wasn't Kermani either, so let's not even get into that because obviously Kermani just announced that he's going to be committed on the twenty seventh, which is just days before the Florida Georgia. Could that be just a coincidence? I think not. Um, I did want to say someone else. I saw they 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 tagged at uh, Hayes Fawcett for a, one of these days. Um, I don't know if it was them kind of saying like, "Hey, we're coming." It was he was at the Florida game this weekend. I can't think of his name at the moment, but all in all, it was good. Look, are we? I see you guys in the chat. We're, we'll talk about that during the bye week. Are we Lander Kermani? Everything's pointing to signs are pointing to the yes. Guys, come on, <laughs> guys! I said this in the Discord. I mean, look, I know you guys are excited about it. I'm not going to take any of the steam away. It's a huge get, but I think it's the worst kept secret in college football recruiting this year. Uh, Cormani has not been not been shy about his affection for uh, for wanting to be in Gainesville. And as you start to look at things and the way they line up, the timing of things, when he's doing things, we've talked about whether or not Billy has a little bit of a hand in some of this, right? Like whether or not the timing of a of a commit comes uh, right on the back end of potentially what we could be. be potentially considered bad news right whatever every time there's like a, like a stumbling block or every time there's like a maybe maybe something that that doesn't bode well for the program or even on the smallest scale there's a commitment right behind it right and we've said that before right it, it, it's it feels like this guy is 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 constantly able to balance anything bad with something better right and i i think that's that's gonna be the same thing with kermani i mean like we're we're seeing enough of a of, of a pattern here and i do i, I want to say that 247 is just launching crystal balls yeah it's like point. they're not even trying to they're not to, even trying to, to hide to, it. to be yeah to be shy about it um and uh, uh Bache just said it was desmond ricks yes he tweeted out hayes foss at a date i think it was a 22nd was the date uh and we all know hayes foss is the guy who basically drops those sick photos when these kids commit so could that be another one that comes flying through here in the next few days? I see you guys putting the 31st on there. I didn't see anything. Uh, let me know in the chat what's going on with the 31st. Um, and, I, yeah, I, I 
believe, for if I'm not mistaken, I mean, don't quote me on this one, but I heard I heard that Kermani's not going to visit Bama, which I don't know what that means. Could could you know again? Kind of well, just point. Maybe maybe it's because he's not interested anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he he, he Connor said he, he canceled his official visit to Bama and announced his commit date following a tough loss for Florida. So look, all things point to to yes. I mean, we've been we've been heavy in that basket for a while now. Um, look, if we can went, land Rusal and a James Smith and like some other guys, to me that's going to really bring this this uh, this class to to a to a top tier class. And we're going to get into that. When we get lack of talent and just the top overall talent over the past years and where we've been lacking and whatnot. So again, what's interesting to see is again a lot of hype behind Rusal, not much behind James Smith. Uh, Papa Stokes said he got to know the Smith family, and it's a great kid, great family. But I didn't hear much about like kind of him and where his head was. It was all about Rusal, and I said I wasn't going to buy into the package. And now it seems like, and then I bought in, and now it seems like it may not be a package deal anymore. Just from what it feels like, because it doesn't. Nobody's pointing James to to us. Rusal had a lot of great things to say, but James has been ultimately quiet now. To be fair, when we talked with Marcus about, or you weren't here, but when I talked to Marcus on the stream about it, he's like, yeah, both those guys are tight-knit. Like, they haven't said a word on where they want to go, on what they're feeling or anything. Nobody knows a thing about these kids, uh, which is how they want to keep it. They're down to Auburn, Alabama, and Florida, and they're from Alabama. So, um, the one thing I can say, and I don't think I'm ruining anything here. Papa Stokes will let me know. I don't think this is that big of a deal, but James Smith's dad, I believe it was Smith's dad, wants to retire in Florida. That's where well, he wants. Wouldn't? That's what it's a yeah. So state. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like it's not like it's like a you know that big of a tell of like where your kid's gonna go play football for the next four years. But it was something. So you hang your hat on a little bit and kind of just you know yeah. you can ponder. You do what you do what you want. Whole thing. Do it. There, may, do there may or may not be a trend of people retiring in the state of Florida. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, look, there's a trend. Obviously, that's a common thing that that happens. I get it. So I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that means anything or if it's just. You know, coincidence. I don't know, but he did say that, and I figured I'd go ahead and go ahead and share that that good news for you guys. Hey, hit, hit, hit the chat real fast. Johnny said, Hi, "Holly likes to hype us up just so we uh, just so we'll fall." <laughs> it's not true at all. Yeah, and, I mean, because he, th- he wants you, he thinks you're gonna rile us up for the Kermani, then it falls, and then you no, can kind of talk to him. And then Tra- Travis Everett said, "Holly's just trolling us, guys." I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I've been watching recruiting all year long. This, I, I honestly believe that the the, the Cormani to Florida thing is a, Look, is a done go Gator. I mean, see, see, oh. he just. <laughs> hey, Papa Stokes you is in the house. You still have that damn thing. I, uh, Papa Stokes is in the house. There we go. What's up, Papa Stokes? What's up, my man? Hey, what did he say? He <laughs> says what, what, what it is, boys. Once again, I was checking out football talents tonight at some middle school football games. There it is. My man's always, always out there hustling and, and bustling. I always love it. Hustling. Make sure you guys drop a like, boys and girls. Let's try to get us up there. Try to try to take hundred likes tonight if we can. Make sure you guys subscribe for brands making new here. Turn the bell on. We go live every all all the damn time anymore. <laughs> it's, it's, it feels that way. <laughs> with look, I think it's going to be commitment season, so we're going to be kind of keeping our ears pinned back and dialed in. So when when that happens, you make sure you guys got your your bell turned on. So let's uh let's talk. Let's dial into you know. Let's move on from the buy BYE. I think Florida has a great chance of staying under or you know not taking an L this weekend. So it's good good news there. Good news there. Secondary think, is still shaky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, a trade might still blow it. So, um, it's too funny. All right, let's. Um, I'm trying to read the comments here. You guys, you guys are an absolute hoot. They're 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 going so fast. It's unbelievable. Yeah. All right. So next thing is, is the talent. So again, this has been a big topic of discussion for Billy Buzzcut on 
Is it the coaching? Is it the play calling? Is it the lack of talent? What is it? And so I spent the last few five days just trying to figure it all out. I had a lot of emotional responses, uh, I would say, Saturday and Sunday morning on my thought process on the whole thing. Obviously, I popped off a little bit on the Sunday cast on a few people kind of having their, their approach. And look, I, they weren't wrong for their opinions. I get it. We're frustrated. I understand that. And I was like, look, we got we to gotta have some fact behind this. We got to look into this and really see what's going on here. So obviously, I went and watched the film. Watch the breakdown again. Incredible job! It's, I, I'm like, I, I watched that. And I'm like, yeah, this should be an easy fix. We should be, we should go undefeated for the rest of the season. I don't, I don't understand how. But if the Florida guys aren't watching this, they need to be because he, he explains it very simple. Like, hey, you need to do this next time. Like, all right, yeah, that makes sense, right? Uh, yeah. Now, there Look, was a few. This might be, the, this might be the offense and defensive breakdown before they even do the film study. Before they even do the uh, the all twenty two, like the the big camera that's above everything. Just watch that. Just watch that. That's that's your Sunday morning DVD that you get when you walk into uh, into training, right? You're walking in. You're going into therapy. For anybody who's got a little little tweak here, a little turn here, you know, you're going in. You get your therapy done. It's you just hand him a CD or, or you, you just hand him the iPad, right? Hey, we've already got something queued up. It's just this guy's website or this guy's YouTube channel. <laughs> this guy's YouTube channel. We're, yeah. we, we're still working the, on our stuff, but this guy's already. Make sure you guys turn the bell on. on. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. I don't want to get into the film study just yet, but I do want to talk about the lack of talent. So again, that has been a thing of where 247 keeps dropping this, or they've dropped it a few times now, where we rank like 13th, I think, on talent on the field based on their 247 rating. Now, I have a chart that I came across, and it states this. Over the last six years, from 2018 to 2023, the amount of top 200 players enrolled at UF, Georgia, LSU, Bama, Clemson... Oklahoma, or Ohio State in Tennessee. Okay. Okay. Bama has 102 two, uh, of top 200 players top enrolled 200 players. Yep. over the yep. last six years. Bama has 102. LSU has 58. Uh, Georgia has 87. Clemson has 56. Ohio State has 78. UF has 39. Okay. They have four for 2022. Six for 2021, eight for 2020, and six for 2019. I would say for 2018, those guys are probably gone. And eight for 2023, and we're not done with 2023 yet, okay? While Georgia, LSU, and Bama all have double digits that are under 200. So that's on the massive. And I I also have Tennessee's numbers here, which I'm going to save for when we talk about can the the Vols last. I'm going to save their numbers for later. But the reason I bring that up is because that's that's a pretty big deficit and lack of talent. Of top-tier yeah. talent. And that was what I was mentioning on Sunday. Of like, look, sure, there's a lot of four-star guys. Anthony Richardson, point being, was a four-star guy. I think we can all say, like, as at the moment, we're not getting what we were potentially anticipating before that. Right? That's number one. Number two, like the Gervon, the, the Ventrell Millers, all these guys, they're part of that class as well. Ventrell, I think, is worth every penny. But these other guys, and I'm not quite, I'm not quite bought in yet on on the talent, and that's where the film study comes in, where I was watching these guys, and look, there's a lot of the times they are in the right place, the right the right call was played, and there was times where LSU beat us 100, percent but there was plenty of times where we where the call was call was uh, made properly. It was where now this is where the lack of talent where execution fails. Yeah, yeah, execution fails, and that's where the lack of talent slash coaching comes into play, and this supports my argument of guys being bought in. And Billy's guys versus non-Billy guys. Okay, so now you've got I I address the talent in the room of okay, well there is definitely a, in comparison there is a lack of talent on 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 higher tier. 
okay? But let's let's take it one step further. Now, I will I will agree on, oh, going back to, hey, these are Billy's guys. So if I'm watching the film and I'm seeing a lack of execution on Mullen's guys, could that be a just look like they're not bought in, they're not believing in the system? I like to call it, we call it in our, and I've talked about it before uh, in our triathlon group, is athletic arrogance. When you feel that I don't need to study, I don't need to train, I know that I'm an absolute freak of nature and I can just show up and do the job based on my athletic ability, meaning athletic yeah. arrogance, right? Nothing else matters. I'm going to get it done. And when you're watching that, it's those guys sneaking like I can, I'm going to beat this receiver. I can, I can throw everything out the window, which tells me to do this and that, right? The book says, follow this. No, I'm going to do this because I know I can do this. Yeah, that's where that's where that break comes into play of Billy's guys versus Mullen guys. Okay, of yeah, if that's Billy's guys that are bought into the system, they trust the process, they trust the coaching, they trust the schemes. They're going to do what's being told versus thinking like I have to go out there and do it myself. Right. So, and I see where you're coming from a little bit. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not completely discounting what you're saying. And and if if I'm a Florida fan, I'm watching it and I'm looking at you know, guys who just don't look like they're buying into the system. However, there's also a little bit of this is also their first year in this defensive system. And as a defensive player, you do operate more so than the offensive side. The offensive side, you count your steps. A wide receiver knows his steps to know where he's going to make his cut, where he's going to make his move, those type of things. A defensive player, for the most part, has his back to what's what's happening behind him, right? Like he, he, he's got his back to the play a lot of times. It's instinct. And right now, I don't know if the players that, that, that Billy has are instinctive on the defensive side with the new system. I don't sure. believe it's completely that they're arrogant. I believe that there's some point in a, in a football play where if you don't trust your eyes and you're not sure where to be, you're going to go with your instinct. Sure. And their instinct right now is to go back to maybe what they were taught last year or what sure. they were taught for the last three years. Well, so, so what I, I mean by arrogant, I don't mean necessarily a negative thing too, right? You need to have that. Oh, you no. Need... What? Oh, boy. I'll get to it's it. happening again. <laughs> oh, we get spammed? Oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah, say if anybody something. wants to be a <laughs> Jesus. Um, oh. Oh. So um yeah, so uh no, look, I'm not what I mean athletic arrogance, look, there's there's you can have it and be positive, but look, I think you're kind of, I think we're kind of saying the same thing of, you know, like their their instinct isn't there, so they have to result in can I just do this athletic athletically? Can I can I make this can I do a better job and just try to make up for my lack of knowledge and not buy right. into the process real quick here from Ian McDon uh, McDaniel. Uh, love your thumbnail or your avatar of a bass. The reason why I saw this, uh, Billy obviously knows we have bad DBs. That's why all have been. That's why all has he's been recruiting his defensive backs. Trust the process. Please read my comment. Ian McDaniel, love y'all. Love it. Appreciate it, Ian. Ian, you got you got your wish. You got your you got your <laughs> comment read. You got uh, it, so you and, you and have thrown of off the chat terribly, by the way, because you have that button of me saying the terrible dirty thing that you edited. Nice go, Gator. That like everybody in here is just going absolutely bananas, like thinking that I'm on. I, I've got like you know munch. I thought you were. Syndrome. I thought you were a Gator fan. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Hey, what's up? Bro? That's always been the uh, case. Yeah. Live in the Discord for two, for for 15 minutes, guys, and you'll find out that's not the case. <laughs> kind of loopy. Also became a member. Thank you for earning your wings, man. Appreciate. It. Welcome to the Pigskin family. 
Oh my gosh, are they, oh, they're, they're not back. And they also just donated too. It says, can I get a gator chop from Holly? Also, Holly has confirmed silent commit. He will not do a gator <laughs> chop. I'll, I'll do it for you. Kind of loopy. <laughs> thank you. Thank it. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate the support there. Kind of loopy. Appreciate it, big dog. Um, got, yeah, the bots are back. Cause that's because Holly won't admit that he's a gator. <laughs> oh, um, oh, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I, let, I let him right in. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So lack of talent, I think I, I think I have addressed that in the room. The next thing would be, again, we'll kind of we'll, we'll transition into the, the film study part of this. And again, this is where I, I love this. If you're if you love football and just enjoy watching this breakdown, it's absolutely incredible. It's just fun to watch the X's and O's and just watch how things are, are breaking out. And again, the play calling was there. There was still some questionable play calling in certain in certain scenarios. It felt like LSU was one step ahead of us. He even kind of compliments their their wide receiver routes and their combo routes that they're doing that Billy has yet to implement. Now, is that a lack of Billy? Is that a lack of Billy not trusting the wide receivers and the offense and those guys just not being able to understand it? So let's keep it you know, black and white cookie cutter. I think more so to that, I think the offense has been fine and been moving the ball pretty healthily, healthy for the most part. Um, again, this is where I was watching defensively where the talent was becoming more, it, it was more to me, the talent was an issue because they were in the right spot, but there was times where they should have went over and kept on top of the route, but they they came underneath, got beat underneath, right? Um, and there was also times where the LSU RC were just run a really good route and we just got beat and that's going to happen too. Um, yeah, one other thing I saw was trading is losing all of my support that I had for him, uh, a few Ooh. weeks ago. He was just, that did just all over the place. And again, you're, you're, what you're mentioning about like, these guys have to ha- have like kind of like a swivel, you know, and be able to see kind of everything in front of them and keep it in front of them, but, and have an instinct. And again, that's where I don't know. And that's why like, if you've been there, if you're a senior, and you're struggling. I can't blame the coaching on that. I can't now pl- play calling maybe to a little bit, but there's again there is a point where you have to have the instinct to do the right thing. And it, to me, it seems like they're just not doing the right thing, which again falls on the the player. And I was a big big preacher on saying on keeping those, those older guys in a few weeks ago on not flipping to the new yep. guys too soon. I'm, st- I'm I'm starting to I'm having a small transition of like look. You're not, I'm not being, you're, these guys aren't bought into your system. At what point do we say, which you guys have already been saying this, and look, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. And that's, this is a time where I think I might, I might, I might've been wrong here. Might've been, might be time to switch. Well, look, it, it, the other thing to go along with this, and let's not forget that going into the, the start of this year, LSU, Florida state, that was the opening game for, for the Tigers, right? Um, everybody was talking about, how the wide receivers for LSU were going to to dominate that game. They have talent at that position. You know, you've got Malik Neighbors, you've got uh, Kashawn Booty, you've got you know uh, what's his name, Brian Thomas. I mean, you've got talent at that why at, at that position that they felt confident going into the season that that would be the strength of their team. It didn't look that way in the first game of the year, but that was also a new coach, a new quarterback, and then a, a wide receiver core that had <clears> talent, but they got to get the ball in their hands. Sure. We're, we're talking about being six games into the season now, and all of a sudden, if the quarterback can get the ball out of his hands and get the ball to the to the strength of what that offense is, well, now you're going to start to see you know, maybe what that offense was capable of early on, and they just maybe stumbled – out of the out of the block to get the season started and i think that's really what it's more about i'm not i'm not giving 
the Florida defensive pass. I've, I'll be like, we talked about this a little bit on Sunday. Uh, you know, we had your game was on, my game was on against Clemson at the same time. So uh, I was, I was a little back and forth. Um, I did watch just a little bit of, of the, uh, of the, the, the Gator guy who does the thing, <laughs> uh, whatever that's called. Don't break um, down. But it, yeah, yeah, but it but it did look like finally like keep in mind Brian Kelly's always had a good offense. He's he's really always had a good offense. He made Notre Dame look consistent on offense and that's different for them. So this guy's not new to this, right? So he he has a de- decent offense. He has a quarterback that's just now getting into his system and it looks like as they start to to move on through this through the season that that offense may start to click a little bit. Again, I don't want to give you know the defense a, a pass because it certainly looked like there were some breakdowns in positions that we uh, defended just a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I don't want to completely just say that LSU walked out there and 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 had free reign of of the football field. I think there's a little bit of of two uh, contrasts in that scenario. Maybe Florida's defense didn't play well, but LSU's offense at the same time did. And then those two things can happen at the same time. Sure. Um, real quick, let me get to the the chat for a quick second. You guys are saying I should use the, the buttons more frequently. That's that's my bad, guys. <laughs> I, I've, I've been I've been slipping a little bit. Uh, that's that's my bad. Uh, Holly's desktop background is major rights knocking out the OU receiver. Couldn't agree more. Uh, real quick, we got a super chat from Ian McDaniel's. It says, "I got chills. I love y'all. Day one fam. Awesome. Yeah, I love that man." Appreciate the support, man. Appreciate the my background is an old guy knocking out a beer and a cigar. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely a major right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so look, I think here's so I've been I've been defending Florida too, and I've been defending obviously Billy and them for the last up until this point, and I'm going to continue because I'm I'm ride or die. There's no reason for we should have any major changes until I would say the end of next year if it gets you know to that point where we need to. But I don't think it will. Um, but this is going to be our first buy. Right, so now we've got two weeks to to really get prepared for one team, and again, I, I'm not hoping to, to. I would love to win, but what I want to see is progress. I want to see growth on on just on the player side, on the on the play calling side, and not necessarily the play calling side because what I was watching again, it was just more of lack of guys just not having the right instinct. I'm um, Jaden Hill, and they, and they said in the chat too. I mean, he was he was their bitch this weekend after having a great weekend game the week before that. I mean, they just embarrassed him, and he was just getting beat. Blandon Sibble just getting beat. And I'm like, yo, they, they just kept leaving him out there alone, too, in no man's land, and he was just getting towed up from the flow up. And yeah. I, I felt which bad is, for Which is kid. definitely where the coaching part comes in. I'm not Again, it's not, I'm not going to beat up on, on the talent, but that's where coaching comes in. you got to roll a safety. you got to help the guy out. You're putting him out there time and time again, and you're watching these, these LSU wide receivers get the best of the, of the matchup. Help him out. Absolutely. All right, and they want to know if you're drinking tonight, too. Um... <laughs> no, nothing. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> Dean watching film like Jamarcus Russell on the Raiders. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't know what's going on, man. I, I tried to support Dean. Dean's on his own, but um, I would like to see some new guys in the in the lineup next week as well, too. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some changes in the roster. Again, Lorenzo has jumped Naquan, which we I I love it, and he came out today and said like uh, Billy spoke on or had a comment about. It. He said, look. There's a reason why he's 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 earned it. He busted his ass off in practice, and now he's here. And I think that's going to speak volumes too to the team of like, look, we're going to give guys who want it and who are grinding and who are earning it. And I, I we've been saying it. I've been preaching it. I watched the game. Uh, 
And I, it, during my reaction, I was watching the live. I was like, this guy's playing with Harden. He was just running cats over. And I, and I loved every second of it. So, um, look, I think yeah, it's going to be good to I don't get think a anybody hears, Yeah, I don't think anybody here is is, is going to be surprised uh, for us to say that we're we're, we're huge fans of, of Lorenzo. So, I love yeah, it. No, I love to see it. I, I love it. I, tweet, <laughs> I tweeted at him, too, because I was, when I saw that, and I retweeted that because I, I, lo- I absolutely love every second of it. Um, and, look, I think as Gator fans, I think we have to anticipate and I use so the analogy that I use all the time. If we, you know, it's it's a messy room. We need to clean the room. The room is going to get messier before it gets cleaner, boys. And I think that's kind of where we're at right now. Is we're still getting the room a little messy while we clean up the mess from before. And again, going back to that chart as well, too, we can see where this why why the growth hasn't happened. And I'm going to connect this next comment to Tennessee here in just a minute. Actually, maybe we'll just skip the history first and we'll go to Tennessee because it's a good transition. When we had the Kyle Trask and Pitts that season, that season was one of those seasons where things clicked clicked in the right direction. We had a lot of seniors on board. We got some talent that were, you know, some good, talented players. We had Damian Pierce, right? All these guys that were just really, you know, look, we we draft talent. That isn't, or we recruit talent. That's not a, a question. But all of it kind of just hit hit on the right, right on the right sector, right? But then everything left, and now we're back to square one because there wasn't this nice depth that was building, Right. That's to me is where Tennessee is right now. They have hit a perfect just scenario where everybody has kind of been working, grinding. They've lost. They've sucked for so long. And now they've got a transfer quarterback who's a senior. They've got a senior run or a senior junior running back, a couple senior wide receivers. Everything's clicking in place. And teams, you're gonna have teams that are like this. That's just that's just the way the, the cookie crumbles. Um to that. I don't think they last because of that. Okay, and here's my reason why. I looked. I, I went through and looked at it. again. A lot of seniors are are playing in this class right now on the offensive side of things. Okay, that's number one. Number two, if I go up and pull that report that that chart up that I had of the top 200 players enrolled, they have 28 over the last six years. That's 11 less than Florida has. Okay. So they go three seven six three three six and six included, which is this year right now, so, which tells me that there's nothing there. If you go look at their quarterback room after Hender leaves next year, this this year, it's a freshman plus Nico Nico who's coming in who's also a freshman. They're yep. gonna have that setback, and it's gonna be a massive setback. Now, I'm not trying to hate on Tennessee. This is not me roasting Tennessee or saying anything like that, but it's simply just looking at what's in place. Look, they are hitting a great stride. They're doing well. And people are comparing them to the 2019 LSU team. The only thing that I will agree with is to say that they're the same thing is because they're going to fall off just like LSU did after this year. Yeah, who, who, who didn't become bowl eligible the next year, which I also called because they lost their entire uh, their entire coaching staff. But like, my gosh, like no, <laughs> they're not. They're they're not. They're not there. I, I I just don't see that. I mean, look. I mean, like, to your point, yeah. Tennessee is they're they're at a crescendo. Whether or not they can maintain that crescendo and they can stay at the top based on what they have coming in next year, I, I just I I just don't see it. I yeah, they've got a senior quarterback, a backup senior quarterback, and then two freshmen. So unless they get a transfer, they're they're done there. And look, uh, Jabari Ole Miss, Small, Ole Miss is I in the just, same boat, in my opinion. They that they, they haven't done well in, in in years with their recruiting class. Look, things fall into place where teams have good years. 
That happens sure. all the time. Sure. It's, it's Again, Florida had that with Trask. To me, this is where Tennessee is at right now. Ole Miss, they had Jackson Dart, who was a transfer. Now, Lane Kiffin has been very vocal about him being um, being active in the transfer portal. And, and Josh Hoople could be the same for Tennessee. But as of now, I don't see this trans, you know, translating into another a year of success. If you go back and look at Georgia, Georgia's championship last year has been in the works for the last five for the last five years prior to this. They have been winning 10 and 11 games the last four or five years, just building a powerhouse to make them prepare to beat Obama when it when it mattered most. And again, that's true. And that's where, look, and again, I, I, I like the comparison of Tennessee to the 2019 LSU because you caught lightning in a, in a bottle and you and you went all the way and you got it done, but that was it. And and two years later, LSU had a complete restart, a complete reset all for one year because everybody everybody that's leaves. A, that's a great way to put it. They, they lost their head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Well, they didn't lose, uh, they didn't lose Ed right after I mean, the year after. <laughs> they didn't lose They didn't lose Ed the year after. They didn't no, lose no, it was, it was the year after that because he they realized that he couldn't maintain the non, you know, 22 five-star roster. Like, after you don't have all that, you can't win. Yes, he did, I don't think he made it through the next year. I think they fired him before – the end of the He the played season. one more year. He played the COVID year, and then he played the year following. Okay. And then he got fired the year after that. Because it was 19, then the COVID, then 2021, he got fired. Which is right, it, it was crazy to me, too. But it's, like again, like you said, like, oh, well, this isn't a sustainable plan of just you got a lot of studs, everything worked out, again, lightning in a bottle where all these things kind of figured out. You got a great transfer quarterback in Joey Burrow. Boom, it happened. That's where I think Tennessee is at. I think Ole Miss is there. And, again, you're, and that's where that's where kind of Billy's getting a lot of flack too. It's like, well, look what Josh did in his second year. Billy's not going to have that in his second year either, boys. I'm going to be honest. I don't see that happening just strictly off the talent that's there. I don't. We're young now. We're not getting older next. I mean, we're going to get older, but not where Tennessee has been getting older. Tennessee was three and seven two years ago, and like seven and six last year. So you don't. Josh doesn't come in and just. You know what I mean? Like there's there's some there's more to it than just that. And I think right. Hinder Hook Hinder Hooker is a really good quarterback. And it, and it should be up for the conversation, and you have it later on, so I'm not going to get a yeah, yeah. ahead we'll of myself. Yeah. Sorry. We'll talk about it. Um, no, the one thing I will say about uh, about Heupel is, look, he took over a UCF team that Scott Frost had built. Like, uh, Let's be honest. I mean, UCF came from Scott Frost. He, he hasn't worked out well at his alma mater out in Nebraska, but Josh Heupel inherited a very, very good football team, a well-recruited football team, even though they were the second and third, uh, maybe maybe two and three-star guys, but they got these guys all from Florida. You know, these were the guys that, like, the Florida States, the Floridas, the Miamis, were, they passed on, and, and they, they built a team at UCF around those guys. But that just kind of gives you an idea as to how good the talent in Florida is. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, you know, when when – Frost moved on. Heupel took over a talented team. He was able to win with a talented team. He went to Tennessee. There was talent on that team. What will be interesting to see is if Heupel can build a team because there's not a lot of depth after what we see right now. And building a team is not something I've seen Heupel do just yet. I think sure. he's done very well with other people's talent, which, you know, hats off to you, bro. But build, build me something. It's gonna be fun to see. Um, real quick, I don't know how this this happens every time. It's crazy, but uh, B Bean says, "What is that on Shelton's sweatshirt? It looks like a pleasure toy." I don't understand, like how I can wear this sweatshirt like 
th- six months in, in it's like separate from one another, and both times it get hit, it gets hit with the, it looks like because a penis. it from afar it looks like a golden it looks like a golden wiener, dude. It looks like what we gave Austin Sweat when he won Wieners and Wags. It's, uh, it's you the know, World circa. Series trophy, boys. Like come on, man. Oh man, this is ridiculous. It's a good thing they didn't make the. It, it's a good thing they didn't make the base a little girthier because <laughs> yeah, <didn't> really bummer. <laughs> Um, real quick, uh, Callie uh, Burbia says, Bryn Cox overrated question mark. I feel like this is like a, a big topic of discussion. I feel like I've been pretty vocal about it being like, yes, probably more so than not. Um, I think he's good. I just, I, I'm not sold yet. I was watching the, the film breakdown. He has gotten better on being patient, on not just completely just exploding through the guys. And... Um, so I, I speak, I, I, I commend him on that and I respect him for that. I wouldn't say he's overrated. I do think that we, I mean, we get excited because he is that big explosive player where he, you, you hear his name a lot, right? Where he's not getting double teamed because Desmond Watson and Gerval and they're getting double teamed, which allows Britain to come off the edge and just get back there. Um, so I, I don't know. I, 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 it's, it's, it's tough for me to say, but we have a quick super chat that I missed. From North for the White Trash. It says Napier's coaching style reminds me of Lou. Careful. <laughs> careful. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it says. Lou Sassel. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I I said it in my head. It just when it says it for those, you know how those are good? Because when you say them in your head, you don't hear it. And then you say it out loud. And then you hear it, and then you're like, oh, I'm on live television. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. I, I told you not to trust him. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, real quick, we got one more super chat. Uh, Muddy has a great question, too. Hold on. What did he say? It says, who would you rather win the championship this year, Tennessee or Georgia? Would you root for the other team or stick with the SEC? I don't want my rivals winning the championship. So I would definitely choose the SEC every single time. Um, and I would choose Georgia over Tennessee. I, I've already been kind of uh, berated for me saying, like, I mean, like, I've, I've, you know, I don't mind cheering for Georgia because it's an Atlanta team, but I, I got, I wouldn't. <laughs> you, Tennessee almost burned down their 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 town from be, from beating Bama. I, uh, I don't, I don't want to see what they would do if they won the whole damn thing. Oh. They're not. They're not ready for that yet. They have. You know what? They haven't had enough consistency of being close and being let down. Being close, being let down. Like you can't go from from doormat to 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 champion that fast and expect that these guys aren't just gonna go West Virginia style and just set their couches on fire. My gosh. You got, bro, do you see the, the amount of comments about that? I, I can, I, it's, oh hilarious. it's hilarious, gosh. man. Uh, Dominic <laughs> says, is that a pickle on your shirt? You shut up, you <laughs> what are we doing? The World, Ser- the World Series of Johnny Sins. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kind of loopy. Dollar Super Chat. You guys are incredible. Like, this is supposed That's, to be a family channel. Like, what are we doing? No, it's not. <laughs> just kidding. It's oh, not. my gosh. Goodness, I don't even know where it, it's a piss missile. I right? thank you, Ed. Thank you, Ed. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's why we go on the hey, like even uh, even television shows after nine o'clock. We're know, talking about Cox Eric, after the Eric pickle Eric conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, this is incredible. This thank, isn't even right, TK Gator Nation, thank that, you. Right? He misses simple here. plays just because he's going straight for the quarterback. Easily he get. 
Easily, he gets the running back and just misses. He has no desire to pursue after he misses. I I like uh, Princely and Boone better. Yeah, and that, that's what I notice, right, is he just kind of blows through the line, and it just he's just worried about kind of just, again, his highlight reel. What does he look like? Um, another play that I saw where Trey Dean frustrated me is he, he, it was his job to come in and blitz. Great play calling. They did a play action where that's where uh, Dean should have, you know, stopped and read the play, but he w- keeps on going in and tries to tackle both both players, the running back and the quarterback, and then just finds himself in between the two of them with nobody, and then that's just when spread eagle. <laughs> just yeah, and they score. <laughs> and like that, that's that's a player. That's athletic arrogance. You thought you were gonna tackle both of them, one arm tackle both of them. When I saw that, that's what made me think of the athletic arrogance. So that makes sense. That makes sense. My gosh, they, they, these people have taken the show off the rails. It's hilarious to me. Yeah. Oh, as always, as always. Make sure you guys drop a like if, just just for the fact that we were just taking a beating. Um, before we get into the does history repeat itself, Muddy says, "Did you see? Did you see this though, Steve? Where the Bama wide receiver hits a chick? He had two people actually. I Leave. yeah. It, 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 not only him. Who was the?" Uh, there was a there was an NFL player that did it too. He knocked out a a, a, a that was Devontae. That was Devontae. Yeah, Devontae. yeah. But then, yeah, this this one I, I did not see the video. I looked for it. I did hear about it, uh, but I I didn't find it. My gosh, if if they if that ends up being the case, and it's like it looks like he went after somebody or just was just being an asshole, like yeah, good luck, kid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he got, he he got be, yeah he got charged. He's 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 SOL. Um, and then also, too, uh, TJ, he's asked a good question. We talked about it in the last cast on uh, uh, Khalil Jackson, who flipped off, had the picture. He came out and made a statement that it was it was prior to the game. I believe it. It's Gator stamped. It came out and said, look, I, it's... And he, he was... It was a very, you know, well, well-worded well response. But, again, he said that it was before the game. And we, we talked about that. He looked clean. His jersey looked clean. So it could have been. Yep. Um, again, it just kind of... You got to think about how this stuff surfaces, right? He posts that he's he doesn't have a big following. Nobody cares if he posts to the game. If somebody happens to go see it, they screenshot it and share it and go look when this person posted this, right? Like or look that look what this person posted right after the loss. It's just it just helps with that 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 storyline of it, it's toxic down there in in the, in the swamp. So yeah, and that, that's why you got to be careful. Like I, I know these guys are kids and and you know they just want to put stuff out there and be be themselves like be be the 20 year old 21 year old 22 year old kids that they are um but it doesn't take much for somebody to completely take something that could be nothing and just over inflate it just for the sake of of being able to write a cool story and and make some money off of it so i mean i don't doubt the fact that he he posted it before the before the game i mean there there wasn't a there wasn't a a blade of grass on his jersey so yeah but at the same time like dude like it was yeah, it was in touch. Um, but at the same time, don't put that on the internet. Common sense, kid. Come on. <laughs> I mean, and and not only that, but he's like a third generation Florida player. Yeah, like porn oh, bots are back. Like, just ridiculous. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's um, like it's because they know I'm here. So real quick, um, does history repeat itself? So I did some. I did. I did a little more digging this weekend. I've had some free time on my hands, and Bama goes down to Tennessee. Tennessee rushes the field, breaks the goalpost. They need to go new goalposts for hundred grand. I feel like I've seen this movie before, Steve. I feel it like feels, I've. I feel, it feels it feels, feels feels awfully awfully familiar. Um, so I did some looking. I did some digging, and four out of the last five championships for Bama had a loss. 
Let's take you down. Let's take you down memory lane here. 2011, Bama loses to LSU nine to six in overtime at L or at Bama. Excuse me, at Bama. So nobody rushes the field at that one, but obviously big win for LSU. They end up that was the year they end up playing LSU in the championship. They yep. get their sweet victory, winning twenty one to zero. That's number yeah, one. Yeah, beat the snot out of them. <laughs> number two, back to back, twenty twelve. They lose to Texas A&M, again, at Tex, at home. Uh, so nobody rushed the field on that one. They lose 29-24. That's the year. They actually end up going on and beating Georgia um, in the SEC championship. And then they and then they win the uh, the BC champ, BCS national championship in 2012. Two for two. 2015. Texas, Texas, Texas and Notre Dame. One of those two. Yeah. Go. Yes, I think it was Notre Dame. Um, 2015, they lose to Ole Miss. At home, mm-hmm. <laughs> 43-37. Ended up beating Florida in the ASC championship game. Go on, win the national championship. Okay? Yeah. Uh, that was when Laquan Treadwell went bananas. He was the uh, six-foot-four, five-star wide, re- uh, five-star wide receiver that committed to Ole Miss. And uh, he just had a banana of a game against, uh, against Bama, and they lost. Like the banana on my shirt? Uh, well, according to hold on, look, don't let's not go too far. Oh, uh, B Bean said that the reason that the sex bots keep coming back is because of the wiener okay. on your shirt. Definitely, they, my yeah, fault. that's what's bringing Definitely them in. My yep. fault. Uh, so, almost, and then in 2017, uh, they beat FSU 24 to seven. Just wanted to make sure you knew that, but they lose to Auburn 26 14, who goes on to lose, I believe, the SC championship, but they get voted into the, the playoff. And end up beating Clemson. Then Georgia is when Tua comes into play. And then their last championship, they just went undefeated and just rolled everybody. But four of the last five, they lose major games. Some which kept them out of the SEC championship game, but they still found a way to just just squirt their way in and win the whole damn thing. We have been here before, and now the East is harder than what it's usually been, so the East is going to beat itself up. Beat the hell out of itself, yeah. Yeah. Look, again, Bama controls their own destiny. They can't lose again. They can't lose to Ole Miss, obviously. They have to beat Ole Miss. But if they make it back to that SEC championship game, Tennessee better pray to God that they are not there because I promise you they're, they are not going to be walking out with a goalpost. Okay? They're going to be walking out with their heads down hello, and possibly a, a chance of making the uh, college football playoffs depleted. So... Does history repeat itself? I think we, we should be all should all be concerned as even because Nick came out and said that last year was the rebuilding year. He fully believes that this team is the team to get it done. Yeah, look, gosh, it, it, it feels like any opportunity that they can do to get Alabama in, they they have they're gonna um, yeah, that's yeah. my point. They're always gonna get yeah. the nod. They're always yeah they're all, well, they're going to get it because of their of their 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 history and their success right that they're especially the most recent success which I understand there there were times when the you know the playoff you know didn't exist and it, you know Florida State had a, a great run of of fourteen years of being in the top five and if it came down to you know us being in the top two for the national championship versus maybe like a Colorado that snuck in there like a, a year a couple years back or somebody like that we would always get the the, the nudge above them I mean that they, we, we just got the benefit of doubt based on you know just the, our prior history and I think that's a lot of what's happening with Alabama um look Alabama still hasn't played LSU um they still have to play Mississippi uh which we'll talk about here in a little bit you know they don't have the easiest run um to to get there if they lose another game they're out but that's the thing 
just because they get knocked out one game, they play a difficult enough schedule that if they run the rest, who's to say they're well, actually even if not they run the, West, the top four? If they run the West, they're going to go to the SEC championship. Typically, your SEC winner goes to the playoffs anyways. But this raises the question, too. If things work out where Tennessee loses to Georgia, Georgia goes to the SEC championship, Bama beats Georgia, you've got three teams that have one loss, three teams that have a loss to a to to good teams. Do you do we see three teams from the SEC in the playoffs? Uh, it depends on what happens with like, Ohio State. Uh, it depends on you know what happens with you know. This is where gosh, this is where it's going to support where everyone's hating it. This is going to like I was talking with our neighbor Frank. Uh, he's like if there if there was a year to have the 12, 12 team playoff, this would be the year because I, be I, it, I, yeah. I agree with him because typically your first six teams, you're like, ah, it could be anybody. And then after that, it's kind of like, yeah, you're, you're just, they're just plug and chuck. But one through 10 right now, one through 11. I mean, cause think about it. Uh, who's 10 right now. I want to say, uh, Ole Miss is 10. No, no, uh, no, no. Here, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. You, you want to, you want to jump? You, let's do, let's do this. We'll jump ahead to the, uh, to the AP. I know we got it on the list. No, that was from yes, that was last week. We talked about it. Oh, last oh week. okay. So so here, we'll do, we'll do this. We'll run down the AP real fast. So we got Georgia number 1, uh Ohio State number 2, Tennessee number 3, Michigan number 4. So right now, the top 4 teams still have to play one another. Right? We have Clemson at number 5, who I feel like they have a tough game coming up this week. We'll talk about that. We have Alabama at six, Ole Miss at seven, who still have to play one another. Then, oh, UCLA uh, is at 10. UCLA is at nine. Oregon is at 10. Oregon, okay. And they play each other this week. Oh, man. Yeah. The, the, I mean, it's, it's so Clemson, that's so, the thing. Is, so Clemson it, has naturally, to, they're going to knock some people out. Yeah, Clemson needs to lose to make that dream come true because Clemson will ruin everybody's dream if yep. of having a three-team SEC team playoff. I don't think Clemson has any right to being in part of that right now in that, that discussion. I really don't. I think they're going to get – I think Michigan, Clemson, a Tennessee, Georgia, and Bama, and Ole Miss are all better than Clemson right now, in my opinion. Now, could Clemson get it going and, and can prove me wrong 100%? I'm just not bought in right now that they are a, a top-five team at the moment. They haven't proven to me that they are. They they squeaked by everybody they've played for the most part. I mean – they kind of beat yeah, Florida I State, mean, but I think Florida State could have won that game still, I, even though they lost. I still think it, they look, did. I mean, we we had as many great plays as we had bad plays, and they just took advantage of our bad plays. Um, yeah, Luke, but, but Luke they self. They didn't look significantly better than us. They just won the game by, what, eight, seven, something like that? No, if, they, if not, It was nah. like 31-17, I thought, no? No. No, it was like a six-point win. Over Florida State? Yeah. Oh, okay. Luke self has a good point, too. He says Ole Miss can be 11-1 in that scenario as well, too. That's another good point. That's going to be now the only thing I think holding Ole Miss back is their wins. They don't have as many as big wins as those other teams that I just mentioned. Um, but uh, another thing, too, is Johnny says SEC runs college football. You and I, we have this conversation, this argument all the time. I don't all think time. you have a, a, a leg to stand on right now at the moment because look, the SEC is getting disgustingly good. Disgustingly good. I mean, if Tennessee, look, well, I just kind of roasted Tennessee. Don't, don't think they're going to be there. But Kentucky looks to kind of be finding a, a stride of being a healthy team year in and year out. Georgia obviously is seems to be making a stand. Uh, Bama obviously is Bama. Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, they might, they're, they're finding their stride now. Could it be just lightning in a bottle? I don't know. Um, Florida, we're hoping we're on the we're on the train of getting back to normal. So if Florida can get back to what we know Florida can be, that's going to be scary. Um, Auburn, I feel like, is just kind of like that school that's just waiting for somebody to give it some love. 
So they, they could get nasty. So I, they, they really are starting to take over now. Ohio State and Michigan, the boys, they're always going to do their thing up north. But um, it's, right, but they knock each other out. They're, they're constantly just going to knock each other out and, and, not, and not allow one of them to, to be even in the Big Ten championship. And that's really what the SEC is looking at. So you got Georgia, Tennessee, and that's it on the on the east so one of those two what are these two heavyweights in the top three are going to take the other one out and i think right now the east is significantly stronger than the west at, le- at least on the consistency side of things bama's been consistent Ole miss is coming up and i think they can stay consistent um but georgia's been there for a while i think tennessee is gonna be he- kind of hit or miss Not so uh, i think it's still yet. gonna yeah i think it's still gonna be uh an alabama georgia uh uh, east and west battle year after year, um, at least for the foreseeable future. I mean, look, I'm not saying that Florida doesn't have a chance to get back into that that conversation regularly, um, but they're going to have to they're going to have to be in the top 25, you know, two three years in a row. And right now, they're not even in the receiving votes category. <laughs> sure, um, yeah. But so it's gonna look. I hope I hope they have to. They're in an uncomfortable position. I feel like it always works itself out where they they they're not, hair on they're fire. not having yeah, to this be. This should be a hair on fire situation. Yeah, but look, if Clemson goes out, they're going to be in. I think the winner of the Big Ten is going to be a spot. So you've got two spots already kind of locked, in my opinion. And then it's going to come down to the. I, it's going to be two SEC teams again. We could see a two a two SEC team championship or final. Yeah, college football championship. Yeah, I, I definitely don't see a pack uh, a pack. Uh, team getting in, um, yeah. So, ah, dude, yeah, dude, but 10. if UCLA goes undefeated, that dude, I'm telling you, it's going to be a a dumpster fire. If if if, Pat, if <laughs> UCLA goes undefeated, and I keep I have my pick, I still got to pick for Texas. If Texas wins out, you got a two loss Texas. And so, if you got a two loss Texas, let's just hypothetical here. You got a two loss Texas, okay. right? And let's say everything else kind of works itself out, and a two loss Texas and a one loss Bama, but a, a an SEC. That wouldn't work. They would have to be win the SEC. Okay, so an Alabama that wins the SEC championship, but they have one loss, and a uh, Big Twelve cha- or yeah, Big Twelve champion in Texas with two losses. The one being to Bama. I think obviously everyone's going to say Bama, but you you got a case for Texas there. Now, if you got sure. that spot open and t- and t- and Bama has one loss without an SEC championship, which doesn't which. Well, then, but then that that brings up the question of okay, so let's say it's Bama Georgia, in in the SEC, uh-huh. in the championship, right? Uh-huh. Bama Bama beats Georgia, but that's Georgia's only loss. Okay, there we go. That's a better you're taking, example. You're, take, you're, you're taking two SEC. Dude, are you going to take George a one loss Georgia with no conference title, or right. who lost to Bama, or a a conference champion in Texas with two losses, and one of those losses being to Bama as well? To Bama, right? Yeah, who, no, go, no, no, who, go, who gets it? That's that's that you, but that that means that that Texas has to significantly make moves on their overall ranking. Right now, they're twentieth, and their second well, look, loss. If they went out, was, right, was then that a, means they if they went out, loss. that means they beat TCU, who's undefeated. That's going to give them right. five or six spots. They beat uh, they play Kansas, I believe. They have to play um, Baylor, who's not uh, who's not uh, ranked, and they got to play one more ranked team. And just this amount of time, and they've got a they've got a stretch of good teams coming up, which is going to make them just again look even better. I'm riding this Texas train because I think it'd be so sick to see them back in it. But again, yeah, but a lot a lot has it, to happen. Still, yeah, I was going to say you're still talking about having a one loss Bama, a one loss Georgia, if that if that plays out, versus a two loss Texas, 
And then you you still got to figure out what you're going to do with Ohio State and Michigan because there's can no we team. stop with this mental masturbation? This will not be an SEC. Yeah. Look, we it's bye week, boys. They give us a break. You know what I'm saying? A, like, like I, apparently you weren't with us all summer. This is what we do. Yeah, we just create up scenarios in our head of what could be because that's what we're, it's talking. <laughs> hey, it's talking week, boys. Okay, it's, it's talking just, week. It's because it's everything's at its like at its peak right now, where it's like everything is at just everyone's. There's like there are so many teams that are undefeated, and everyone. Everyone looks like they can win everything, and it's like we don't know what's going to happen. So it's fun to see what how how it could all play out. But let's go to hot topics real quick. Um, Steve's got a few fun ones again. These are more of a just like a what if situation. So you guys will yeah, enjoy we're, this. We're just going to fire these puppies off. We'll uh, we'll do uh, maybe thirty seconds each. Uh, Shelton, I'll let you take the first one. Hendon Hooker is he the Heisman winner if t- Tennessee stays consistent? I don't have the timer, but. You know, well, I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. Um, if they stay consistent, I don't see why he wouldn't be. Bryce Young obviously has been in the conversation, but I think Bryce is going to slowly drift away out of that conversation. Um, I know CJ Stroud's obviously in that conversation as well, but as of now, um, your resume for me, it's got to be uh, Hender Hooker right, Hender Hookerson right now, or Hender Hooker, whatever his name is. I mean, the guy's just throwing absolute dimes. He had like what, like six tutties last game, and they're they're the number one offense in the country. There's no reason why you wouldn't give it to him. I mean, this is what you expected Bryce Young to do. And this guy's doing exactly what everyone thought Bryce was going to do and why Bryce was going to win, except Hooker's doing it. So I think he... Hooker's actually doing it, yeah. And, yep. and Bryce, he looks a little, looks a little slow. Look, I, as, as long as C.J. Stroud keeps doing what C.J. Stroud does, I, I think it's uh, I think he's the the head-on for, for the Heisman. I, I would I would right now I would put Hendon Hooker at number two. So just to be on the opposite side of the spectrum with you, uh, I would say that, uh, that that Stroud is our guy. Now look, it only takes one loss for Ohio State and Tennessee to run the table for me to to change my opinion very fast. But the fact that Hendon Hooker has come in and just played out of his mind, I would say hair on fire, but I don't know what his, I don't know if he has any hair. Much, um, but yeah, I, th- I think Hinden Hooker has got a, uh, a, a top three chance uh, at, uh, at the Heisman. It depends on what Stroud does. If Stroud stays the way he is and, and playing the way he is, I think that he's the guy, but I, I would not take Hinden Hooker out of the equation there. All right. I like it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to throw the top four, playoff teams and what i think they'll look like you tell me are we so we're, are we doing are. are we doing a halfway point for the new top fi- final four calls playoffs is that what we're doing here i think we i think we have to i think well i mean we we, we both had a couple in there texas a&m was clearly not gonna <laughs> not gonna make it <laughs> who was on my side i think you had i had baylor i think in usc baylor yeah yeah <laughs> all right so we're gonna throw out our top four teams that we think right now end up in the in the in the college fo- uh football playoff i'll go with my four to start i'm gonna go ohio state mm-hmm. tennessee mm-hmm Michigan. Okay. And I'll go, gosh, I'm going to go Alabama. I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see two teams from each conference because if they get to the top four and the only teams they lose to are each other, I I feel like that could happen. Okay. Ohio State, Tennessee. Yep. I say Ohio State. Okay. I say Bama. Right. Tennessee. Oof. I want. I want to say Clemson, but I, I don't want to say Clemson because I. F- I feel like they're going <laughs> to choke. They're going to sneak s- in. I'm going to say they're going to be the. 
They're yeah, going to be the, the Oklahoma soon. of the playoffs. Yeah, you're right? like, where the hell Oklahoma they come gets from? in there. Yeah, Oklahoma's there every year. You're like, oh, great, Oklahoma's in again. And they, they just lost. got the snot kicked yeah, out they're of them. Not the, they're not the Clemson of, of, of Clemson Pass. Real quick, we got a super chat from Big Shot Pin. says, I hope the entire UGA team experiences explosive diarrhea next Saturday. We need the upper hand. Thanks for the hard work, boys. Gators for life. I love it. I love it. All right, so I'm going to throw this one at you, considering what we just discussed. Uh, does Ole Miss have a shot at the SEC West? I mean, duh. Like, what do you mean? Well, I mean, when I, when I, like, it comes down to they can beat Bama, but then do they stay consistent? Is it like a Tennessee thing? Like, is ten, Tennessee feels like they're they're powerballing right now. I don't feel like oh, Ole Miss is that strong. I don't, I don't think, think they're on the Ole Miss level, but they still got to play some big teams. Yeah, I don't think so. The Kentucky win was big for them, big for their confidence. Again, I have been saying Kentucky's been dog water since the beginning of time, so I don't think that was that big of a win. Uh, they rolled. Who they rolled this past weekend? Vander? No. So who they roll? Oh no, no. They uh, they beat uh, South Carolina. Oh, it was a better team. Than was that. it Mississippi State? Um, was it Mississippi State? No. That might have been it. No, no. Hold on. I don't know. They haven't really, have really beat anybody that's really convinced me of like, yeah, they're back. I'm excited to, do, to see them do well. Jackson Dart's a great quarterback. I don't think they are a, a, a true competitor yet. I mean, obviously, if they beat Bama, then it's it's theirs to lose. But I don't think they're the real deal. That's why I got Bama coming they, back. Did hot they beat and heavy. Texas A and M? Was it Texas A and M they beat? They might have beat Texas A and M too. All right. Um, look, I'm, I'm going to give them a shot here, but they 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 have one. They have one. Like, oh, it was Auburn. Auburn. Thank you, Bebe. Auburn. Um, but it was a hell of a game. That, that's, I guess, what I'm saying is, uh, you know, Auburn hung tough with them, and Auburn hasn't looked the greatest on the field. Do they have a shot? Sure. They've got to pull a rabbit out of their hat against uh, against uh, Alabama. And Nick Saban uh, has, for some odd reason, just this magic against all of the coaches that have ever worked for him. He just seems to beat the – beat the snot out of them, or at least just beat them. Okay, so uh, Ole Miss has a shot at the SEC West. Sure. Is it a long shot? Yes. I just can't, uh, I just can't imagine that, that, that he'll let himself lose. I just say, but he'll let himself lose to, uh, to not Joey twice, Freshwater. Not twice in one year. I, I can't remember the last time Bama's lost twice in one year, to be not honest right. with you. Um, right. So this one's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to throw this out there. You want to hit the chat? No, no, go ahead. I didn't know we had one more. All right. Go ahead. All right, so we got one more. We got one more. So who had a worse loss last week? Notre Dame losing to a 2-4 and four Stanford team or USC blowing a 28-14 to 14 lead against Utah? That's easy. Notre Dame. Notre Dame, right? Yeah, because, I mean, look, Utah's still a good team. I mean, that's – I mean, again, it's a rough blow, but – it, they're, they're, it's they're, they they weren't like a, a slouch of a team. I mean, technically Tennessee blew a pretty big lead against Bama. I mean, they won, but I don't I don't think I don't consider that loss that bad as Notre Dame just completely falling off the map and losing to Sam. Yeah, just gone. I, I think I think we're greatly underestimating how good Brian Kelly was as a coach yeah. at Notre <laughs> Dame. Telling me, dude. I mean, maybe maybe that maybe this was the perfect storm for Brian Kelly to leave. Maybe he evaluated the roster and said, "Hey, I'm on a high right now. My 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 value is at a max. LSU wants me. I can transition because if I come back to this roster next year, maybe I don't look so hot. 
Maybe, maybe. Uh, so maybe that's where Brian Kelly's sold, head was sold at. High. I don't know. Sold high. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it. sell high. <laughs> sell high. So, uh, so maybe that was the case. And maybe, uh, maybe this new guy out in uh, Notre Dame didn't exactly inherit the, uh, the best amount of talent, but uh, he, Brian Kelly has been bringing talent into Notre Dame for a while. So it's, it's odd to see them fall so, so far, so fast. So drastically. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I yep. love seeing it. I, I love seeing it. Uh, Connor Hill says go dogs. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right, um, boys. Right, before we get into the college pickums, which you missed last week because Steve was uh, MIA, uh, we had to give a, a shout out to our sponsors here, my bookie. Okay, give him a little read here. Your favorite athletes always strive to put themselves in a winning position. It's about about time you did too with my bookie. My bookie has the biggest online selection of odds and contests to fill out your sports betting needs anytime, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Bet on the NFL. MLB playoffs right now, or play for a share of big cash prizes in the weekly blackjack tournaments. I've been waiting for the right time to get on the action. The time is now. Make your winning move today. Sign up on my bookie, use the promo code HIGHTOP, and claim your deposit match of, of any amount up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code HIGHTOP to claim your bonus, experience sports in a whole new light, and make this season a winning one. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Okay, dude, I'm I'm willing to give up my first my firstborn child right now for that. That was a hell of a pitch, Shelton. You like that, Gosh, right? Just I nice like and dirty for him. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're even working on it, maybe. <clears throat> I love it. Yep. All right. Let's, uh, let's where's Uncle Lou, Shelton? I look. Yeah. I I messaged him on Twitter. He came on our show, talking a lot of talking a lot of hoop and hoopla about who's the greatest streamer and all this jizz jazz. And I said, come on down. Uncle Lou, and uh, he's been MIA. So, uh, Connor Hill, go ahead and go let Uncle Lou know that we're waiting for him. Um, I, 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 t- I tweeted at him. I don't know how else to get a hold of him. I put my email in, in, into the chat for him to email me. I haven't received a thing. He's all bark and no bite. I mean, he's a typical Georgia fan. So, he's just, Ooh, that's all oh, they do oh, all I the see time. What you did there. So, I see what you did there. Look, oh. the great thing about a bye week before Georgia is we get two weeks to hate on y'all's trash-ass football team. But Uncle Lou has been yet to respond. So, look, all I know, all I know is going into the Florida-Georgia game, we're getting ahead of ourselves because I've been saving this for next week, but I'll I'll fire it up right now. Um, is Georgia Preach. has everything to lose. Florida has nothing to lose. Okay? So, I love it. Going into this, there's 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 nothing, there's nothing, I mean, I can't say nothing. There's always something, a bad thing that could happen. But... If I'm Georgia, I would be I would be nervous. I would be nervous. If you're Billy and you're Billy Nutsack, okay, and the boys, it's like we got we got one opportunity to make this make this season a raucous. We got one opportunity to get the swamp alive again for the remainder of the year. If I'm Billy, I lie I lie my ass off. I'm like, hey, you guys can hang with these guys. Okay? <laughs> you guys you guys are ready for this. We've been preparing for this game all year. We've been lulling them to sleep. We, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? We, we've been playing. We've been, we've been practicing for this shit. So <laughs> it's I, the I, long play, kids. It's the if, long play. If I'm Georgia, look, I would hate to be in this position if I'm Georgia, because again, it's one of those weeks where Georgia doesn't—they're already in the SEC championship. They've already well now they've kind of had a—they've got a check for Tennessee, right? They've got to have a little pit stop, a little checkpoint. But you already checked your date. You already stamped it. That's why Bama has their few losses, right? Oh so. Georgia's kind of rolling through and catch them sleeping. Catch them napping. Now, if you're a good coach, Kirby Starts a good coach, you make sure that doesn't happen. But I, I think it, I think we can get it 
get it done. Connor says, I love it. I'll get it, my boy, Lou. I'm glad you're optimistic that Kirby will not overlook Florida. He's absolutely hate your guts. Well, me or Florida? Like, that's, that's all pretty... Pretty personal. Can like, we be more specific here? Yeah, can we? we let's friend, easy. Um, look, I, I, I agree. I think they're going to be looking at it, uh, I'm sure, but I don't think they're going to just be rolling over it. And, I, and I'm not saying they're nervous, but look, if you're if you're, if you're you're Florida right now, if I'm AR and I'm going back to the room, it's like, let's lock it the fuck in, boys. We Look, we're, we're, we're four-star town guys. We, we can win this football game. At some point, we got to just figure it out and be better. Let's just let's just keep it close and go play some damn football. We've got the talent to do it. There's no reason why we can't hang. Let's go Take play some damn football. Away from the fact that that was a very very close football game until like the last seven minutes of the second quarter. I want to say it was a, last a, year. A, a one, yeah. Yeah, it kind of yeah, blew, up, just, blew it, quickly. No, that was a different team. Special teams turnover, yeah. But, I mean, it was just one turnover after another after another. And then it was complete deflation coming out of the second half. But up until the point where there were, like, two or three turnovers back to back to back, that was a competitive game. And Anthony Richardson, if I remember correctly, was being used very wisely in his ability to run and some of the different uh, packages that they had for him. Um, the other thing I will say is – Georgia does not they, – they've had a light schedule going in. Obviously, Oregon to start the season, not the easiest game. But their their remaining schedule is going to be Florida, Tennessee the easy. next week, Mississippi State the week after that, Kentucky the week after that. So they are going to play one, two, three, four ranked teams with no week off. Georgia, Florida. Georgia, Tennessee. Georgia, Mississippi State, Georgia, Kentucky, no week off. It could get dicey. It could get a little bit dicey That's there. Good. I think Georgia's going to be fine, but uh, look. So. But that Tennessee guy, look. Uh, Florida, if I'm Billy, bro, if I'm Billy. Florida, Tennessee. If I'm Billy. If I'm Billy, I'm coming out butt-ass naked. And just like, let's, let's, <laughs> let's ride, boys. Let's let's get it done. All right, let's get let's get into pickums. Let's go. Let's go, Steve. Hit me with it. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Gosh, you threw me off my game with it. This is why the bots come back. Oh my gosh, Sheldon. Um, all right, all right, all right. Let's break this puppy down. Uh, we have Iowa at number two, Ohio State. Noon kickoff on the lovely Fox Network, which does a great job at covering college sports. Iowa at Ohio State. Ohio State is giving 29 points. Give, give it to me. Give me Ohio State. Rolls. I'll give you that all day, and I will agree with you because uh, Iowa rocked uh, Ohio State not too long back, and I think that Ohio State remembers those type of things. Um, I think this is going to be one of the sneaky good games this week, and it it, it was a game that no if you shot. looked at it going in. I, I have you no, at the- no. I have no more belief in Iowa. They pissed me off, but no. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm moving on to the next oh, game. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Golly. My bad. So, no, no. If, if you looked at this game on the schedule going into the season, it's just another laugher. It's another 50-point blowout. Number 14, undefeated Syracuse at number five, Clemson. Also a 12 o'clock game. I can definitely tell you I'll be watching that one over the Iowa-Ohio State game. Syracuse at Clemson. Clemson giving 12 and a half. I'll take Syracuse. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Um, at Clemson, gosh, so that that Syracuse offense is so weird. Um, but Clemson's—they just played us. 
They don't get a week off. Uh, I'll take Clemson to, to stay consistent at home. I think they're going to bounce back. I think, Scared I think money don't make money, you know? How about them Gators? Just fire the chat up. Just fire the chat up. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's, they're good for that. Um, all right. All right. Uh, let's go to a less exciting game, but in the top 25, we've got number 21, Cincinnati at SMU. Also a 12 o'clock game. They don't even know where they're going to play it. It's to be decided or where they're <laughs> going to cover it. Uh, let's see. Cincinnati is favored by three. Give me Cincy. Easy. Cincy. Yeah. That's, I just, I, I don't know anything about SMU other than they've never been worth a crap since, uh, the death penalty. They were paying that's all I know eight, about them. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everything. Um, we got a good one here in the, in the, in the, in the big, big 12. Uh, number 20, Texas. Your uh, Cinderella team there, Shelton, at Thank you. number 11, Oklahoma State. There, number 20, Texas at That was Oklahoma the other State. one. That was the other game I couldn't remember. Yep, yep, yep. Texas, even on the road, is favored by four and a half. God, that's a tough one. I'm going to say give me Texas. You want, the, you want that Texas? Yeah, I want the... I'm going to put it in there. It's Texas. Um, I'm going to say actually that uh, OK State wins outright. I don't even think they need the four points. So I'm going to go OK State. Now, I'm not saying I'm taking him. I'm not if they lose. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you, you try to play these games. Um, all right. So it leads us to another game that's going to be difficult for me to pick since it's me. Uh, number seven, Ole Miss at LSU. Yeah. Now, right now, when I looked at the last line, yes. they had it listed as a pick em. Oh, I got LSU's favorite by two, and I've seen that everywhere. No, oh, if that's the case, then I'll take Ole Miss all day. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Ole Miss too. I, 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 I was going to take Ole Miss on a pick them. <laughs> so if you want to give me, yeah, yeah uh, I've seen, yeah, I've seen that, you. I've seen that too everywhere. That's because that it's, it's, it's at LSU. It's moved around a lot. Yeah, which it's is moved around a lot. Extremely disrespectful. If I'm Lane Kiffin. I'm coming there hot. Um, Memphis Tulane. I don't really care. I don't. I'm not. I'm, I'm skipping that one. Uh, because the next game is number nine, UCLA, UCLA at the Oregon Ducks. 3.30 kick. Now, that, that's the beauty of this. This is technically a noon kickoff for the, for the West Coast, but it's a 3.30 game for us. This will be a great... 3.30 game for us to watch out there. It's a it's an early game for them. Shelton, who you got? Uh, Oregon is uh, giving six at home. Yeah, I see that. Um, I, I got to be a Bruin. I got to be a Bruin until I'm not. I mean, they, they've they showed me this stuff so far. Like, I love Bo Nix. I, I, I preach Bo Nix, but I wouldn't mind if Oregon wins, wins this game. I would like for Oregon to win this game, but... Uh, Look, number nine versus number ten, and two teams that I don't really care about all that much, but they they both feel like high powered offenses. That's going to be a game I just kind of want to watch, just to watch good fun football. Um, but just to be on the other side of the spectrum, and so we can have something to hate each other for, I will take Oregon. You know, because we don't have enough reasons. Yeah, it's like because yeah, definitely didn't have any, any reasons. <laughs> uh, this one may be. Uh, also a little bit boring, but let's just figure out what the what the heck is going on out there in uh, in North Carolina. We have Boston College at number thirteen, Wake Forest. Uh, Wake Forest is favored by twenty and a half. Give me Wake Forest. <laughs> this is so ugly. What an ugly, ugly ball game. Like Wake Forest, even when they win, uh, it's still ugly to watch. Um, 
the Boston College looks so bad in every game I've I've watched them play. Twenty and a half. I'll take I'll take Boston College on that one. I actually I changed my pick mid 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 talk. Um, gosh. What an ugly game. All right. Uh, moving on. Let's go back to the SEC. We've got number 24, Mississippi State at Alabama. It's a 7 p.m. game, which means that crowd will be rocking. Uh, Alabama is favored by 21. Bama uh, rolls. Bama rolls. And I will speak to that here just real fast as soon as I record our picks. Uh, let's see here. The last few times that we went back to it uh, with what Bama does to get into the national championship after a loss, the last one, two, three, four, let's just call it, we'll just go back to the last six losses. The game after their loss, the scores were 2021 uh, Mississippi State 40 99, Bama rolls. 2019 Mississippi State 38 7, Bama rolls. 2015 34 to nothing versus Louisiana Monroe, Bama rolls. And then back to 2011, 24 to seven. This is coming off a loss against Mississippi State, Bama rolls. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Bama <laughs> to cover that 21 Bama. point spread based on, I don't know, history. Bama rolls, boys. Bama, <laughs> Bama rolls. rolls. Um, let's see here. We got two more left. We got Minnesota at number 16, Penn State. 7.30 game. Salt. The Lions are coming back a big old embarrassing loss uh, to Michigan. I'm taking, I'm taking Penzi. Yeah, uh, Penzi's giving four. You think they cover that? Yeah, I think so. Minnesota. Yeah, I, think so. I think so, too. Yeah, Your other Penn, game better be TCU, right? The last game? Well, you know what's up. Okay, I just want to make sure. All right, yep. So uh, I'll pick this one. We have number 17, Kansas State at number eight. TCU, 8 p.m. kick on the lovely Fox Sports Network. Uh, TCU is giving five. I think they win, but I don't think they cover the five. That's a that's to, K, K, K State's been playing good football. TCU's obviously good, but they like to win a little, like the, the, have, the, the nail. Biters. I have three and a half. Uh, you want to split the do baby four. down the middle and do go four? four. Yep. I'll t- yep. I'm, taking, I'm taking TCU. Also, did you yeah. did you see Louisville's favorite against Pitt, the once Final Four team? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're idiots! <laughs> you, and that you was, I didn't I, I didn't pick yeah. I didn't pick, but yeah, I picked yeah. TCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that was that was Desmond, right? That was Desmond. Yeah, big old idiot. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, another great oh. show for you. Another banger in the books. Another fun one as usual. The shit talking was loud and proud, and I loved every second of it. Next week. It's going to be a fun week. I'm hoping I've got something in the works with Najee, Aiden, and Marcus. All three of them said yes to coming on. Now we just got to figure out a time slot. So I'm hoping to have that in the next few days. So we make that work, boys and girls. That'll be a fun one to keep us, to get us through this bye week that we have. No football for the Florida Gators. Uh, but next Sunday starts, I mean, we can start it now. The, the, the rain to hate Georgia. Boys and girls, get some rest. Make sure you like, subscribe, like the video. And until next time, I'm Shelton. And I'm Holly. Boogie to boogie to boogie, boys. Go Gators. Watch me turn this life into something that you can never run. I feel